0: Everything caravan and camping. Let's go. They've got everything. Yeah, g'day team, and welcome to our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast, sponsored by ECC Parks. My name's Scotty Hillier from Channel Seven, and each week we're going to take you to a different destination around this great country of ours. We're going to get you there safe with our weight and towing masterclasses. We've got tech tips. We're going to chat to influencers and we're also going to chat to you, the listeners. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear your questions. (laughs) We're going to have a bit of a laugh with our caravan park confessions. And every week, we're going to chat to the greatest chef ever given an open fire and a set of tongs, none other than Harry Fisher from Fire to Fork. I'm excited. Let's get into it. ECC, it's a 24-7 marketplace for all things caravanning, camping, and 4x4. Now, with more than 10,000 products available from hundreds of popular brands, you'll find everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. Don't forget, subscribe to the newsletter and save a further 10% off the best brands, products, and prices. They're only a click away. Let's go! Okay, it's our time of the podcast to head to a different destination. and We are off to Victoria, Rochester, Riverside Holiday Park. Now, morning, Kendra. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. That is the way. Now, how have I done here? It's near, you've got Bendigo on one side, Echuca on one side, and Shepparton on another side. Have I done all right? You've done very well, yes. <laughs> and for those listening who maybe haven't been there, from Brizzy, it's around 1,550 k's. And just under 18 hours to drive directly. But obviously, we wouldn't encourage that, Kendra. You'd break your trip up and come and see you. But thanks for joining that's us. On right. the, thanks for joining us, Kendra. Not a worry at all. So tell us, firstly, your little location there It must get cool in winter. Can I ask that? Does it it does. get? <laughs> <laughs> it's Victoria. Yeah, true. Four seasons in one day, don't they say? <laughs> they do say that, and that's very true. Yeah. So I guess all the listeners out there are keen to hear. Tell us a bit about the park. Okay, but we're a smallish park, yep. so about 57
1: powered sites, four of those are on sleep sites, nice. about five unpowered, which is grass right on the riverbank of the Campasty River.
0: Nice, nice. We
1: have two cabins. One of them is actually an accessible cabin yep. with a ramp and all disabled toilet and all that.
0: Oh,
1: nice. We have seven residents that are permanent here, lovely, lovely guys, yeah. and a couple of annuals. So we're quite small. We also have, what have we got? Camp, kitchen, playground. Nice. Uh,
0: and a fantastic all abilities kayak and fishing Ooh. ramp. Oh, my, mm-hmm. Kendra, my ears have pricked up. Did you say fishing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, what, and all the which is good to know because a lot of people traveling travel with a little travel ride or something or they want to jump in a kayak. But fishing wise, what sort of fish are we catching? Mainly Murray cod. <laughs> oh, no, nice, no. Nice. Have you been out yourself and had a little crack? No, a would be too busy running the parts. <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, when well, we have communal fi- fires on a Friday, Saturday night, and I love hearing the guests say, guess what I caught? And they give me photos and I pop them on Facebook.
0: So. Fantastic. So tell me more about mm. the Friday night ritual because there's nothing better when you get away in the RV or even if you're camping and, and sitting around with and, and make it, it's all about making new friends, isn't it?
1: Absolutely it is. No, it's yeah. great. We, we get it lit and encourage them to come over or uh, something. They just see us, and then they come over, and they just we all just chat. It's great.
0: Yeah, lovely. And amenities as well, amenity wise, out there, Kendra.
1: Yes, we've got the four en suites, but yeah. we've got the big amenity block, which has actually got a disabled and a family toilet bathroom as well. Fantastic. Um, they're fairly newish. Like they've got glass. The showers have got glass
0: doors, not just your curtain. Yeah, lovely. Oh, very feels just like you're having a shower at home. That's right. (laughs) And uh, big one, everyone wants to know, are are we pet friendly? Very
1: pet friendly. Only the cabins are not. But the rest, all the site, absolutely bring the dog. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And are you finding, like we're chatting to a lot of the various parks, it's just becoming more and more popular. People are travelling. Like I own a little Cavoodle, little Gabby, love her to death. And if we can take her, we do, wherever we can. Are you finding it's becoming more and more popular? Very
1: much. Yeah. I think I book more dogs in than children. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's funny. Everyone seems to be travelling with a dog, or two or three. Yeah, yeah.
0: there you go. And what about uh, if people want to grab a coffee or something to eat? Is is there some some stuff close by? Walking distance to
1: town, which everyone loves. I mean, I'm talking a five to 10-minute walk. You cross the bridge over the Campassi River and there's the town. So you've got four pubs, lots of cafes, bakery, an IGA. We're still a fairly small town, but it's great. You don't need a car.
0: No, that's fantastic. And apart from the fishing, Kendra, anything else people like to do or what do you hear that i mean i know a lot of people just enjoy their own time and relaxing because it sounds like a, a very relaxing park but anything else people can get up to it is they love there's
1: a silo art trail which is really popular everywhere now
0: oh okay we've tell, got
1: tell us about the that. painted silos
0: yeah here
1: we have some here but also
0: close other towns around okay nice um yeah which is popular yeah, I People bet it is. People love that. Yeah, they do. Taking a yeah. photo, standing in front of the silo, bending down, getting yeah. a little picky. I think yep. we've covered everything, Kendra. Anything else that you think? I think we've you've told us all about this lovely park in Rochester. I think I have. Yeah, yeah. We are quiet. Echuca
1: is just up the road, which is, everyone knows Echuca Moama. Yeah, exactly. But, but it's very
0: busy and... We're much quieter and you should stop on the way through, yeah. Little, and as I said, I mentioned the towns earlier, you're nice and central there, and as you said, people should put it on their bucket list and come and say good day.
1: Absolutely, we'd love that.
0: Okay, Rochester Riverside Holiday Park. Thanks again, Kendra, and hopefully we're driving a few of our listeners towards your lovely park. I hope so. Thank (laughs) you very much. Thanks, Kendra. See you. Bye. And just a reminder, 65 parks throughout Australia and New Zealand. Now, if you head to... All the W's, everythingcaravanecamping.com.au today, you can purchase an ECC Parks Family Parks Travel Rewards membership for a ridiculous low 30 bucks. That's all, $30. Now, this membership gives you 10% off all your stay at ECC Parks Family Park destinations in Australia and New Zealand. Discounts and deals while you travel with their rewards a third-night free voucher, and an entry card to their frequent camper competition. What are you waiting for? Get onto it. Come on. Let's go. Everything caravan and camping. It's that time of the week to do our weight and towing masterclasses. I must say, loving all the feedback, loving all the questions, and from Total Towing Setups, the great man. The what's the little name they call you, Gary? The Ayatollah of rock and a roller? I think you call me that once or twice at the show. Oh, I do. I love getting on the mic. Gary Gardner, how are you, mate? Yeah, good thing, Scotty. How are you doing today? Yeah, we are good, mate. And we are into it. We've got a big show today. It's busy, and as per usual, the weight and towing masterclass. Very popular. But, mate, I've got to get it out in one go. We're going to talk weight distribution hitches. Look at that. I didn't even stuff that up. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I did well. We had we about five practices, and I stuffed every one of them up. But, but mate, what can you, Yeah, what can you tell us about this, Gary?
2: Yeah, look, weight distribution. itches. some people call them load leveling devices. It's the old school anti sway bars. Let's put it in that. You know, they they're not a sway bar product, but they're those there's those devices which stabilise the car and balance the car weights out better when your caravan's connected, particularly from the impact that the tow ball weight of your caravan has on the axle weights of your motor car.
0: Oh, okay. Is this the swaying when you talk about people? get worried about getting up to a speed and, and the van starts to sway or is that something a bit
2: different? Yeah, that's a, that's a different product, yeah. But the weight distribution hitches, yeah, they historically got called sway bars. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they really are a load leveling or a weight distributing device. So they they share that tow ball weight of the caravan evenly across the axles of the car and the axles of the caravan.
0: And, and how do you check that out, Gary? How do you know if, it, if it's being done right?
2: Look, definitely someone like myself, an expert who knows caravanning and knows these products, They can advise you, firstly, if you need to use one, because
0: not every car needs to have one fitted.
2: So explain to me, Um,
0: when would you need one? Tell us why. When would you
2: need one? Yeah. So it really comes down to how much does your tow bore weight impact the back axle weight of your motor car, your towing vehicle? Okay. So if it pushes it down, I've always used the figure, if if it pushes the back of the car down by about 15 millimetres in the rear, or lifts the front of the car up by about the same measurement, then using a weight distribution hitch is... Is the right way to correct that uh, that balance across the car again? And are they easy to install, Gary? Really easy to install. I should say once they're all set up correctly. Yep. Uh, you've got to choose the right one. It's like anything at all. A figure isn't always better when it comes to using a weight distribution hitch. Yep. So choosing the right one to suit your car and caravan, having it set up the first time by an expert who knows what they're doing and what it really should be achieving. Yeah. And then once it's all set up, it's like a thirty seconds per morning or per afternoon when you're hitching and unhitching, that's yep. all it takes to actually disconnect it and have the car and caravan separated.
0: Wow. And your advice, Gary, you, you should have one. You shouldn't be leaving home without one of these, to be to be um, fair.
2: Yeah, look, if the car and the caravan definitely needs it, but also, more importantly, if the car manufacturer allows these devices to be used, yep. some vehicle manufacturers, they say you shouldn't use them. Other vehicle manufacturers say you necessarily shouldn't be using them on the tow bar, some brands okay. of tow bars yep. aren't rated. But then on the other flip side too, there is some vehicle manufacturers which are now saying you can or you should or you must use these sorts of products to to achieve the maximum tow rating of your motor vehicle now.
0: You are the perfect one to answer any of those questions because someone who's just getting into it, and I guess you see it as well, Gary, people that have been doing this for many, many years sometimes aren't aware they're doing something wrong.
2: Yeah, that's what I see. A lot of the caravan clubs, that sort of stuff, the, the oldest and most experienced tower in the group, May have known the right thing 20 years ago, but things have changed over the years. And making sure you're using the product correctly is definitely the big thing for me. Is that, yeah, if it's not being used correctly, you might as well leave it at home.
0: Yeah, no, good one, mate. So, how can people reach out to you, Gary, if they've got any questions whatsoever?
2: Yeah, mate, au is my website. You can also find me on Facebook under the same name.
0: Good on you, mate. If you've got any questions, we can throw it, Gary. For our question time, you can email me, podcast at au. Mr Gardner, thank you very much. Thanks, Scotty. Have a good one. I hope you're enjoying this Everything Caravan and Camping podcast. It is tech tip time with Charlie Graham. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm going good. And yourself, mate? Yes, going well. Going well, as they say. I've been nice and busy. I've been a bit of travelling, actually. We were, I was up north not long ago up there catching a few barramundi. So, yes. Oh, mate, that's the way. Yeah, I do have the best job in the world, don't I? It is is a hard life you live, Scotty. (laughs) But, mate, tech tip, we're going to talk Truma Ultra Rapid. Talk to me about this. Scotty, this is probably going to be the most popular hot water system I see going camper
3: trailers
4: on the market. Okay.
3: And we are in all the major brands out there, so if you go and hit up any of the guys on the market, they're going to tell you that this is the ideal unit that's going to fit in your camper trailer,
0: not take up a lot of space, and be nice and light and compact. Wow. So we're talking camper trailers, Charlie. This is for the camper trailer family. This is where we find is the ideal
3: market for this. It's a nice small unit, 14 litres, and it comes in a gas or a
0: gas electric option. So you don't need to run it off your gas. You can run it off the element or you can run it off both. Wow. And uh, was it set up just outside the camper, obviously, just out, a little screen? No, the cool thing is it stays nice, it stays bolted down inside the cabinetry, inside your van.
3: Very quick and easy install and it's so simple and easy to do.
0: There you go. Charlie Graham, that's why we've got you on here for our tech tips. Thank you, mate. We'll speak next week. Awesome. Thanks, Scotty. Talk to you later. Oh, that time of the uh, podcast again, catching up with Jason Filippini, Caravan Park Confessions. How are you, mate? Oh, look, Scotty, I'm sensational. It's a beautiful day down here. Yeah, it is. Oh, sunny case. You can't beat it, can you? No, you can't. It's it's one of the best places. God's country. God's, yeah, I agree. Not because we both live here and we... (laughs) We're a little bit biased, but it is. Hey, mate, let's go because uh, we are getting plenty of feedback about your different confessions. Where are we going and what are we up to this week? This is,
2: this is a real pearl. This one came from a barbecue we had with the whole park involved. It was pancakes. It was a breakfast. It was bacon and eggs. And we would have had at least two or 300 people sitting around on their camp chairs. And it was all the grey nomads, yeah. the winter warriors, so the husbands and the wives, all in their late 50s through to their mid 80s, 90s and there's this group of guys snickering in the corner and I looked over and over and away is this, this beautiful backpacker <laughs> Yes. sun in a G G-string, Oh. And they were all daring each other who's going to go up and offer to rub the sunscreen? Who's got and it's, we're talking
0: men in their late 60s, senior men, grandfathers. <laughs> they were like little schoolboys. It was hilarious. And I get did anyone go up and, and offer to rub sunscreen in? He went up and asked if he could help, but it was a dare. It was like
2: these schoolboys. It was the funniest thing we've seen at a barbecue. All the wives were even laughing, so
0: it was It was just so good. Oh, well, at, least, at least the wives saw the funny side of it. So all in their 60s, uh, bickering who's going to be rubbing sunscreen into the backpacker's back. Wow, Jace, you are seeing it all and doing it all. <laughs> oh, we are indeed. Uh, good on you, mate. We will talk next week. Have a good one. Talk to you next week. It is time to catch up with influencers in and around this great country of ours, and we found a couple of rippers from Caravan Adventure Australia, Bryce and Chelsea. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. We are going well, more to the point. How are you two going?
5: Yeah, good. good. Yeah, very relaxed (laughs) here.
0: So I I guess it's time to, a bit of a spruik, tell us about yourselves, how long you've been on the road, where you're originally from and where you're heading and where you are now.
4: Yeah, so we've been on the road for four years now, and we took off in 2020, right before COVID started, and we'd actually had this in the works for quite a few, or nearly years actually, before we took off initially, and we were just finishing up work and things like that when we were home, and we took off when we were both 23,
0: Wow. and first hit the west coast of WA, and we've just been travelling ever since. What was it, Chelsea, together, what made you think right? we're just going to go and travel this great country. Because was it something you built up to or you both just looked at each other and said, huh, we're selling up and we're going?
5: Well, probably what started it was years ago. Our um, parents took us caravanning as kids. We actually met in a caravan park, funny enough, when oh. we were both, um, traveling with our family. Isn't that cool? Um, yeah. yeah. So just from there, we thought, why not? We did it with our family, so we want to do it together.
0: So elaborating on that, Bryce, you guys met as kids in a caravan park, and you must find now, you've been on the road for years. Are you, are you finding lifelong friends? It's just something that happens in this RV world.
4: Yeah, it's great, and it's interesting. You have a lot more in common with the people you're travelling with on the road. Yeah, um, good point. And you get to hear all of the different experiences and Places where they've been, and yeah, actually, lots of good tips and tricks from other people while yeah. you're going along. The,
0: the yeah. good spots, the bad spots. Yeah, hundred percent. And may I ask right now, where are you? Where where are you situated as we chat on the phone?
5: We are in Kenilworth at the moment, so it's near the Sunshine Coast. Yes, back in
0: the hills. I know it well. Now, have you been there long? Have you been into the bakery? Apparently, they do like a foot long. They do a foot long sausage roll and then they do a, a cream bun which is even bigger. You'll have to go into the bakery there.
5: <laughs> yeah. So we only arrived yesterday afternoon. Okay. We're at a beautiful little hip camp and yep. that's this morning commission. That's breakfast this is the bakery. Oh,
0: you can't beat a you can't beat a little dog's eye <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> hey, hey Bryce, what are you traveling in? What have you got hooked up and what what's home? So we've got a
4: next gen Ford Ranger with a aluminium canopy, and we've got a 2004 Roadstar vacationer
0: caravan. Look at you go. And all going smoothly. I'm sure you've had ups and downs on the road, but generally speaking, all going well? We've never really had too many issues with
4: the caravan. You have your your odd breakdown with the cars, and and our old car was a 2012 Triton, which we did have. Had a few issues along the road, but since
0: upgrading to the new car, it's been smooth sailing. Good at you. Good on you. Now, Four years on the road, or, or give or take a little bit, have you got a favourite spot, each of you? Is, is there somewhere you think, well, oh, this was just amazing and we are coming back? Or is there somewhere you've been back to? Something that stuck out?
4: Well, for me, it's definitely Exmouth. Well, yeah, we just had a wicked time, and we tend to work along the road too. Oh. I've got, got an awesome job in Exmouth. So I've had the boss there call me pretty often asking me to come back, so it's always <laughs> that's up good. on my list of places to return
0: to. Oh, that's handy, boys. What about you, Chels?
5: My favourite spot is probably Steep Point on the WA coast as well. Most westerly point of the Australian mainland. Just so secluded. Amazing fishing and just camping on the beach. Yeah, it's probably my favourite.
0: Amazing fishing. My ears did prick then, Chelsea. They did. (laughs) What what about, team, somewhere you haven't been? Somewhere you've heard in the parks around the fire at 5pm having a cold beverage. Is there somewhere that you think, right, we've got to do it? We've got to get there.
4: We've always wanted to do Lawn Hill, but... For us, we tend to travel a bit different to everyone else. We tend to travel out of peak. Yep. So every time we've come across it, it's always been by the start or
0: finish of the wet season and we could never get out there. Well, I think we were there a little while back with Creek De Coast. It's a beautiful part of the world. But are you finding, guys, the more you research, the more places you go and speak to people, there's just new spots that keep popping up. You're going to need two lifetimes to, to get to everywhere.
5: Yeah, that's right. And, like, good point. We just discovered an awesome spot in New South Wales, the Gloucester Tops and Barrington Tops National Park. Yep. And we didn't even know that place existed, and uh, (laughs) we
0: were blown away. (laughs) Exactly right. That's just you get told or you think, oh, we'll pop in here for one day. Four nights later, you're still there going, wow, this is unbelievable.
5: Yeah, that's it. And now it's, like, one of our most favourite places of visit. It's
4: definitely one of our memorable spots because – we went for a walk up to the top of the Gloucester Tops Falls, yep. and we thought, "Oh, we'll put the drone up and try and set up a shot for our YouTube and things." Yep. And then next thing you know, it must have been too cold for the drone, and it just went to zero percent
0: battery and oh. dropped in the top of the waterfall. Oh, no, no. <laughs> tell me, it yeah. only had—tell me, it only had that morning's vision. You didn't have like a buildup of weeks and weeks that you hadn't downloaded.
4: Yeah, we did only have that morning oh, stuff, phew. so it was all right. It made me feel a little bit better losing it that we didn't have lots of good footage on there and things like that. Yeah,
0: I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Now, you've been on the road, as you said, for many years. Have you got a couple of tips, something you've learnt along the way that you wouldn't do or you would do just for the the folk out there listening that have maybe never been on the road or are planning on doing something? Just a tip each or a couple of tips? Probably
4: one thing that gets overlooked and a lot of people don't realise is that the difference between on-road and off-road uh, caravans is mostly just the suspension. Yep. And back in the day, no one had off-road caravans. They just had the same caravans, but they just took it a bit easier where they went and travelled. Yep. So not just putting a label on having an on-road or an off-road
0: caravan doesn't mean you can't get to some of the cool places still. Mate, that is a that's a very good tip because a lot of people, as you say, do buy the ones and don't think that they can get to these. A Little bit more remote with not extreme, but you're saying do your research, but don't say you don't say never, don't say you can't get there.
5: That's it. And like for us, we've got an on road van, an older van, and we just carry a swag or a tent with us as well. So we do find Steep Point or Cape York. Yep. We do just leave the van for a week and yeah, that travel does. with the tennis swag.
0: Happy days! Now, where can people find or follow you guys, Caravan Adventure Australia? Where can we catch up with you two and, and just see how you're traveling?
5: Yeah, so you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and we also upload weekly YouTube videos. So every Sunday morning you'll have a new upload from us. Yeah. It's as easy as putting in Caravan Adventure Oz or Caravan Adventure Australia, and you'll
0: find us. Good on you, team. Now, yeah, look, we might once we get through the podcast, we get into a few webs, we might do a little roundabout catch-up and see how you're travelling. Yeah, awesome. Good, yeah, on, good. Nah, good on you, Chelsea and Bryce. Lovely to have you. Thanks, Thanks so much. That. Catch you later. Okay, for those that are listening to the podcast anywhere around the world, because Harry, we are getting around the world, it's time for Fire to Fork, and mate, how are you? I'm going very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, good. I, I, luckily enough, I snuck out and did a bit of fishing, I know, and I do read in your profile on your Insta, you're good at everything, and you honestly say you're shit out at fishing. Yeah, You're no, a op- my old Insta handle was Harry Can't Fish. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Here's a, here's a secret. I can't either. No, I do. I can fish. I can, I can. You definitely can. Oh, I have a go. But, oh, I love I love cooking up the fish as well. But, mate, the RV world, and I've been luckily enough to be involved in it through Caravanning in Queensland, it's not just, and no disrespect, it's not just the Grey Nomads. There's a lot of families travelling with young kids and i've had a few yeah. people, i've had a lot of people firing questions to me saying could harry do something simple for the kids something easy get them cooked and fed and they're happy and i said if anyone can do it harry Fisher can do it what are you thinking with the kids Yeah, well, yeah. i reckon we can we, let's stick
3: to the, the fish theme yep. but you know look it's sometimes hard to get fish fish, So you've got to make it crunchy and you've got to make it delicious. And I think prawns are a really good way to do that. There's a a recipe which is widely known as bang bang shrimp, but we're in Australia, so bugger calling it that. It's bang bang prawn. So it's a really simple one. All you do, you get your prawn meat, which you can just buy if you're you're useless for fishing like me. And then get your prawn meat, chuck it in some buttermilk and you just leave it there for five, ten minutes. It doesn't need to be long at all. And the buttermilk will help to break that that is prawns down and act as a bit of a binder for the next step. Oh. The next step is really simple, and it's just a bit of cornflour. You don't need anything special. So also, if you've anyone out there is gluten-free, this is a way of having crispy fried prawns without gluten. My wife's actually celiac, so it works really well. Yeah. Roll them around in some cornflour, and cornflour crisps, crisps up like you wouldn't believe. There's something about the starch in it. Just grab a bit of oil in a pan, chuck it The way to tell if it's hot enough is you chuck a stick in there and if the end of the stick boils, it's hot enough. Mm -hmm. Or you can get fancy and go anything above 170, between 160 and 180 degrees is what you were aiming for. Drop it in there, fry it up so it's really crispy all over. Now, that's the simple bit. They're going to be crazy crunchy, really delicious, and they've got a slight saltiness from the buttermilk. The thing that you're going to want to do is make a nice sauce. The simplest sauce for these is half mayo, Half sweet chili sauce. And if you're an adult and you want a little bit more spice, chuck a bit of sriracha in there. Adds a bit of garlic and stuff. But just those two two things on there. Squeeze a bit of lemon or lime on them. Serve them on rice or just on their own. They're a great beer snack, but more than anything, kids smash them. In fact, I found that in general, kids just use the prawns as a vessel for the sauce. The sauce <laughs> is so good.
0: Well, so, and, and as you said, you could use fish as well if you, if you get yourself some fish. But Absolutely. But once, once again, mate, buttermilk. I have never. Buttermilk. I mean, I've been doing the Creek to Coast forever. Uh, <laughs> never? Yeah, our chefs. So put it in yeah. buttermilk. Butter just gives it a Yeah, difference. and the reason, the reason for
3: buttermilk is buttermilk doesn't have any butter in it. I don't know if you know, most people don't know how buttermilk made, but buttermilk is just an acid, so like vinegar or lemon juice yeah. and milk. It's those two combined. And there's actually quite a lot of acid in both milk and, of course, the additional acid. So it's like an extra acidic milk, oh. which. Oh. It actually tastes nice, but what it does is it breaks down the flesh and makes it more tender. So if you've got a tougher bit of fish or, even better, some chicken, you can do the same thing with chicken tenders. Soak in some buttermilk for between five minutes and four hours, and then roll it in whatever you're going to use it. It acts as a binder, but it also acts as a meat tenderizer. And it's
0: yeah, yeah. phenomenal and really cheap and easy to get. There goes my theory. Buttermilk doesn't have butter. Oh It's got to have butter for sure, does it? Oh. I only just found it out, so don't feel
3: bad. Oh, <laughs> I found it out researching the recipe. And I was like, what?
0: wow that's unbelievable harry so all the rv lovers out there listening to this podcast they're all going to go out now and buy a little carton of buttermilk and take it with them mate that is fantastic and simple that's what our recipes are all about on this podcast nice and simple mate how can people if they want to watch you do this or get some more inspiration how can we find you i just jump on YouTube, mate. So bang bang shrimp or bang bang prawn. I call it the bang bang prawns so again because I'm
3: Australian.
0: On YouTube, and you can see it all there. And the, and the full recipe with all the quantities in there as well. Mate, fantastic. Fantastic. He'll shoot me a question at podcast at au, And we can ask Harry in the coming months. Mate, it's always a pleasure. Speaking to job you. Mate. Good on you, Harry. See you next week. Let's go. <laughs> Now, don't forget to head over to the Everything Caravan and Camping podcast page at all the W's, au. Sign up to the newsletter for your chance to win a $50 voucher to spend on the ECC marketplace. And don't forget to catch up on all of our ECC episodes. You go to where you get your podcasts, or you can head over to all the W's, and camping.com.au. <gasps> Well, that's us for another week. And don't forget, we want to hear from you. We'd love to get you on the show with us. So if you're planning a trip, if you're out on a trip as we speak and you're listening to this podcast, or if you've got any question to do with anything we've spoken about, and if we haven't spoken about it and you want to know about it, make sure you send us an email, podcast at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Be safe out on the roads. See you next time. Come on. Let's go. They've got everything. Everything caravan and camping, they've got everything.